Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast. This is Christy. And this is Serena. And we're sharing how we've learned to see the gifts in the mess and the joys of life, because that's the whole point. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast today. We are talking about letting go and doing hard things, really, which is kind of the same thing. Sounds funny and uh, counterintuitive, but as you let go, sometimes life presents you with more things to let go of. And luckily, Serena and I both have been uh, in process with this, so we thought it would be an excellent topic to share with you. So I'm going to start out with um, this concept of letting go is, of course, broader than any book and something that I've been doing for a long time that I learned through meditation, but really the formalized process came when both Serena and I were reading the book Letting Go, The Pathway to Surrender by David Hawkins recently. And we actually will refer each other to books and kind of read them at the same time because they add such a rich element to our friendship and then our discussions that we have about healing and working with our clients. So this book in particular is very interesting, but the whole concept is letting go of emotional states, letting go of feelings about things, letting go of expectations. And um, after I read the book, there were a lot of things that resonated. But one of the biggest things was um, when I moved to Wisconsin, which we're coming up on probably almost 14 years ago now, which seems wild to me because I still feel new in the state and not as if I'm part of uh, the the culture here yet. Um, But I moved here kicking and screaming. I was not, I said I would never live in Wisconsin, but my husband is from here. And so we lived in Seattle at the time, and it just was uh, a point where he needed to move to be closer to home. And so um, we moved here, and I had a terrible attitude about the move, the state, everything. I mean, it really, if we hadn't bought a house prior to us even moving here, I probably would have just driven away in the middle of the night one time because it's cold here. And to be honest, the reason I ended up in Seattle from growing up in Utah was I was like, where's a place that has mountains and cool people? and doesn't snow a lot. And it's more of like a temperate, moderate climate year round. Oh, Seattle, that sounds perfect. Um, so then I came to Wisconsin, which is like the wild tundra. I mean, I call it, I was. I spent some time in Canada this year and I just referred to Wisconsin as Canada South, South Canada. That's basically what That's we are. hilarious. What it, it is, I it mean, is. you think about the winters here. So all how all of this rates, relates to letting go is, I had set up in my mind this entire story about what it was like to live here, how awful it was to be in this terrible weather, how I was such a victim to my circumstances, how if I could just live somebody somewhere else in some other situation, I would be happy. It was all relative to where I lived and this victimization of having to move here. Oh, for love, you know, just because I love him, me, me, me getting dumped on, right? With snow and whatever. Mm. But actually what, the healing thing was, wasn't moving away for me. It was actually going, oh, the only thing making this terrible is you. Like you like to read books, you like to watch movies, you like to do all these things that are indoor activities, do them in the winter. Do them when it's too cold outside to go outside. Oh, maybe get a hobby that involves you in the outdoor activity. So how that's related to letting go is, I had to learn to let go of a storyline that allowed me to not be in charge of my own feelings. So as I let go of the idea that it was too cold here, it was too this here, it was too that here, I got to be like, oh, well, it could be this for me and it could be this for me. 
And funny enough, as I let go of hating Wisconsin, I also gained friendships and close relationships in Wisconsin that were so wonderful and beautiful, but I could have never been in them before that because I was so negative about being here. And and you think about a place where you live where all you're doing is talking and complaining about it. The people that are from here are like, okay, well, I don't want to hang out with you because you're literally like dragging me down and dissing them. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to say it. So how I let go, it was a process, but it was also not a, okay, I'm just going to let this go and everything got better. It was, who am I? Why did I create this story? What is this story doing for me? And how do I, how can I be different in it? And that's the process of letting go. That's the idea of literally saying to yourself, I'm telling that story again. I don't want to let it go. I have a couple questions. Yes. What did you think Wisconsin would be like? Because I grew up on the East Coast and I had like this picture of like yellow uh, wheat fields everywhere. I I didn't even know where Wisconsin was. Oh my gosh. Okay. I knew where the Midwest was. And here's how I knew when I went to the University of Utah and there was this contingent of guys from Illinois that came to my university that were in this fraternity that we spent, my sorority spent a lot of time with. And so I knew that Midwestern guys were quite kind, really funny, down to earth, and kind of different than the guys that I had grown up around in Utah. So I had this idea of like this wholesome, homegrown manhood situation that's happening here. But then I also, there was a huge drinking culture, which was not something I was, I was used to. Oh, Utah, like... There is it not allowed, right? Oh, it's allowed. I mean, it's that's a whole. But like, you, you can't do a whole buy podcast alcohol. About that. I mean, very different from like. Oh, super different. Miller Lite being, yeah. you know, created in Wisconsin. Like, there's a lot. It's a big drinking culture. Yeah, it's yes. Here it for, is for two accepted. states. That's like a big difference. It was like here. Let me t- take you to another planet. Yeah. But that was really moving from Utah to anywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yep. So. I also just really had painted a picture in my mind of how horrible it would be to live in a place with terrible weather for Mm -hmm. basically half the year because really Wisconsin is cold from about November until June. (laughs) It's even more than half the year. And then we have these like pockets of cold weather in the summer. And then tornadoes. So basically I just had a ton of pain associated with the weather. And then there was a mentality of... um, Uh, hicks or like Mm -hmm. farmers yes which is funny because i don't know that there's any less farmers in utah or whatever but it was um i had painted a picture of i was not them they were not me i was different than them i was maybe better than them which is so crazy to think because i mean midwestern people are the kindest people yeah but this is this is what we do yeah we are our knowledge our world is right and yes and your world is weird whatever that is that's why i think culture shock is so good to be the minority because you can't actually you can't actually say it to everybody so you have to <laughs> yeah like, you have to uh assimilate you or do whatever. you know and that's such a good point because assimilation isn't a bad thing considering something from another's perspective is actually one of my favorite things to you can't do. hate up close you cannot and moving puts you up close to whatever it is yep and but you, you know what you can terrible. do? You can cling like yes. a like a person on a raft in the middle of the ocean yeah. to your Hello, old belief structure. Our political system right now, yes, absolutely. Not going to bring that into it, but I just like, well, it's true. Thought it's of that the same. Like, mm-hmm. Once you're up close, yeah, it changes. But. So, and that's a good point, Serena. That's I had this whole picture of what it would be, and until I reframed that picture, 
until I zoomed out to look at the whole scope of what it was like to live here, to be here, to be Christy in Wisconsin in this life. I didn't I didn't let go. I didn't change. I was still trying to be Christy from all these old perspectives, and I never got to actually be Christy in the present moment. I just was pain from the past and pain in the future. That's the whole story that I told myself. And let me tell you, I mean, the fact that my husband is still my husband through all of this is amazing because I was not pleasant to be around from November (laughs) until, and I used to say I had PTSD. So starting in June, when it would be warm, I would already be like, oh, well, it's only going to last two, three months now. And I would be in the pain of the future. That's a thing though. It is. That's a thing. It is a thing, but it doesn't have to be. (laughs) I'm proof that that is a story. Mm -hmm. All of it is a story because if you're constantly in that future, this is coming. Borrowing trouble. Always borrowing. Yeah, my how could you because then every time it's stormy instead of sunny you're like oh there it is they're finding further confirmation from my belief structure and people do it all the time i think wherever they live with the weather like it's too cold in the winter i can't wait till it's summer and it's summer and i can't wait till it's hot well that happens here yeah (laughs) it's too hot it's too cold i'm like oh there's you know it's it could just be just right if we were dressed appropriately so either taking off all your clothes in the summer <laughs> or wearing all of them in the winter here you just have to adjust you're good <laughs> or the same day but it all comes down to letting go yes it's the you know i've seen um when they talk about drownings a lot of times good swimmers are taken down by bad swimmers but if they had just let go and allowed the person to like drag them in they both could have been saved it's that idea of surrender Mm, so that's a good visual because that's the biggest thing that happens when people go to save someone is they actually the the drowning person drowns them because they're absolutely freaking out yeah and so both and they can't trust and surrender that what's going to be it's going to be okay Yeah. yeah so that is an introduction to letting go and kind of where my story starts with understanding it and it's it becomes once you've done a big letting go like that everything else becomes like a piece of cake you're just it's easy you're like oh I'm gonna let go of this little thing I'm gonna let go of that thing on the freeway I'm gonna let go of this slight that I feel at home it just becomes like a perpetual it builds a lot of steam well I think life puts us in those positions to teach us how to do it yes we do not learn until there's something big we don't want in our life that we have to figure out and we have zero control over it because that's the thing is you're trying to control something that's not really controllable or something you're signing up for you know the relationship that you want Mm -hmm. that you're willing to do this thing for that you really don't want to do but you did it (laughs) yeah that's that life gives us those opportunities all the time to teach us how to let go because I you know I think I talk about God but I think life is training us because it's so much better to let go like being neurotic and controlling everything is not a fun way to live. So life's always teaching us this better way that's more fun and enjoyable and lovely and relaxing and, you know, really the whole point of how to enjoy life. But we only learn through pain. I mean, pretty much. Well, until I'm aware of. You know, it's funny that you say that because I feel like the first learning is through pain. And then once you get it, you remember the pain. Yes. And you're, so like, you're like, oh, I, I don't could want to do, do this that again. Yeah, I could do this easier. Once I was yes. able to learn a huge lesson, which was letting go of these uh, these alleged exterior circumstances that were creating my internal problems. Yes. Once I let that go and was like, okay, I'm going to navigate through this, everything else became exponentially and easier. This is, and that's the huge lesson is I'll be happy when. Yes. 
And the huge thing life shows us is you can be happy now. It is not dependent on that thing. Because if it is the place, good luck Mm -hmm. finding the perfect place to live. There are people wandering around our planet right now looking. Yeah. Right? Maybe Hawaii is really good. I don't know. But there's... There's pros and cons to every place and then you have family and then you have schools and economy and you have things maybe your kids are grown and they're somewhere else like there is no perfect place you're going to live to get happy. Well, there is. Is It's inside yourself. Right. It's inside yourself. But there's no perfect job. There's no no perfect relationship. That's the lesson of letting go is understanding you can be happy now. But I wanted to ask, how long did this take? Because you're like, and then I realized. Yeah. (laughs) How long was that? Oh, good Lord. (laughs) So we moved to Wisconsin in 2005. Yes. And we lived in a town outside of Madison until 2012. Okay. I didn't learn the lesson until beginning in 2012 and continuing for probably, it took me probably six months to really get it. So I fought and I, I would say, those years of my life, if if I was, I know I was learning things. I know things, good things were happening that I can draw from now. But they are a desolate wasteland. Those years were wasted because I was so focused on how much I didn't like about my life instead of all the things I did like about my life that they're kind of like a, mm, if I was to write a chapter in the book, it would be like, uh, and that would be all it said <laughs> for those entire years. I complained a lot. Yeah, and you know what it took for me, Serena? I got really sick in 2012. Mm-hmm. I got super, super sick. And that's part of my huge story, my healing story, is I got sick and it was like, well, you know why I got sick though? Now that I know everything that I know, I created a toxic internal environment Yeah, inside myself. And it actually like physically, physically manifested. Yes. Yeah, it was like, I've been trying to tell you, you're depressed. I had really pretty significant postpartum depression with both of my children. And when, uh, when we moved here, Wesley was just six months old. So he was, he's my second. And so I was just coming off of that. But these are all signs and signals that something is awry in your life. Something, your internal guidance system is not being followed. There's something you need to let go of. You need to change. And for me, it took an actual physical illness that took me down. And I couldn't do some of those things to just keep muscling through. And it was like, all right, well, you have to surrender. Like there's no other way that you could get through this. I believe life tears things out of our hands, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not paying attention, if you're, if you don't like, we're telling you like, do this guys. So this doesn't have to happen, but I just really think it is part of the process. And I love that you shared that because I don't believe it was, it was wasted in any way, but when you like get it, then you're like, oh man, that yeah. seems wasted because this is so the way to live. Mm-hmm. But life does. Like for me, it was a failed business and totally burning out to like any decision I made was like painful because I, I just couldn't deal anymore. And it was, you know, that process. And it, and then like once you say uncle, I feel like life yeah. gets you to this point where you're like, uncle, I surrender. Fine, I'll let you drive, mm-hmm. which you've been avoiding the entire time is trusting that life's yes. going to take you where you need to go because you're terrified life's going to drive you off a cliff. But while you're holding on and not letting go, you actually aren't going anywhere and it's not good and all that stuff. So that's the lesson. And yeah, that sticks with you. Oh, it, there's no way to... There's no way to not learn it at that point. Yes. But you brought up a word that I think is important here. Everything that was keeping me stuck is fear. 
Yes. Because anything that's not, I believe, through love, the emotion, the energy of love is something that is not helping you. So if you are scared of something, I'm, I'm not saying fear is, doesn't exist. It's a good thing. It's, it is. It's a signal. It's like, here you go. You're afraid of something. Check in. What's going on? But are you stopping yourself from doing something? Are you staying where you're at because of fear? Well, that fear is supposed to be transmuted. It's supposed to be like, okay, warning signal. Now, how do we get back to love? How do we let this go? Learn the lesson and move through it. And that's one of the things. I feared winter. So I hated it. I feared differences and not being me anymore because I lived in Wisconsin. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. Like all of those things are mental constructs. It's not actual reality. And so when in 2012, what did I do to heal? I started, well, clearly a lot of things with the doctor, but mentally, that's when I started meditating. And what did that give me? Blank space, really. It allowed me to be like, oh, okay, well, who am I? in this whole situation. Oh, I'm not the person that's scared of winter. I'm not any of that. Those are just thoughts in my head. I could be just me, which is someone who's like, oh, okay, well, this is all right. And I think it's the ability to realize we can have happiness inside of us. Totally. Because the the fear is that happiness actually didn't live in Wisconsin. Like mm. you actually had to go somewhere. I'm saying this, yes. but this is what it feels like. This is what I do. Like it actually is somewhere else and I don't have it and I can't get there yeah. until right? Until I live in a different house, until I get a different job, until my kids are older, until we get more money. Like it's, and meditation is installing it yeah, well, inside of you, healing. The whole healing yeah. process is installing the happiness inside of you. So you can take it wherever you are. You don't need the job, the place or whatever it is that you're looking for. And I think that's the huge fear is that we actually have missed the boat somehow. Yeah. And we're actually not, it's not possible to actually be happy in this situation. And letting go is saying, oh, those are all just stories. Yes. Where's the happiness in me right now in the present moment? And I can have it. Yeah. The other fear, I think, you know, for me a lot of times is life isn't going to take care of me. Yeah. It's going to leave me stranded, you know. You can say God, life, universe, whatever. But for me, it's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna be left like high and dry and not taken care of and I'm going to be broke and die. You know, you get right. dramatic. And, and those are the lessons. Life's always going to take care of you. There's always a plan. You're always loved. And then happiness is in you. That's the only place it actually ever lives. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Absolutely. So Serena, where? tell me where letting go is showing up for you. I mean, we've talked about it, of course, mm-hmm. I know. But share that with our guests. It's a big process in moving. But for me, it's really about my actual physical house. Like I made... I made peace with Wisconsin because I have family here uh, because we moved my senior year. So my senior year of high school moved from mountains, beautiful New Hampshire, to a potato field in the middle of Wisconsin. (laughs) And like we came, I think we came to school late and it was my senior year. It was a small school. There were like 48 kids and I had come from hundreds and I went to like four different schools. So some had thousands in a class, some hundreds, but then to 48. And they all knew each other. They weren't interested in making a new friend their senior year. And I wasn't really either. Um, But like they got a day off for hunting season in school. And I was like, what? Uh, Where are we? (laughs) And um, but anyway, like I got so that I really loved Wisconsin. Like we we hike a lot and um, do outdoor things. And And my whole family was here. It's a great place to raise kids. We have a beautiful little piece of property. But so my house 
uh, my husband and I built and uh, we had I just had one daughter when we built it and she was almost two and got pregnant while we were building and then had two more kids so we built a house that would have been great probably for two kids and then we had four and we were out in the country and as the years went on I just kept seeing all the things wrong with it one bathroom five girls and driving a half hour to 45 minutes to see friends and work and be with people because we were out in the country. So I kept seeing all the things wrong with the house and they built up and they built up until anytime I walked into the house, like that's all I saw, mm. all the things wrong with it. Like some things in the house weren't finished. Um, and it was the, for me, the switch of letting go of needing to live in a physically different house. Like not, didn't necessarily need to leave the state, but it was a physically different house that was gonna make me happy. And every time, I realized every time I was walking into the house, I was bringing the stories. I was bringing the stories that this is too small. And, you know, raising four children, I stayed home and we had been, you know, poor. It's just how it goes when you're first married and, you know, have a lot of kids and, Um, Travis had been a surveyor and then in 2008 got laid off after 12 years. So we went through some financial struggles. And so I brought those stories. It was like, it was like, I just had all this baggage attached almost like in the walls of the house. I know that might sound crazy, but that was kind of like my realization. And for me to realize that I could write a different story that, the house wasn't actually determining if I was happy or not. And it was this realization that in order for me to progress, I got to the point where I realized, okay, in order for me to like make peace, go anywhere, do anything, I've got to like love this house. Like I've got to bless this house and set it free and set me free and tell different stories. And, you know, and I got this picture and I talked to you about it and you're like, make it beautiful like and smell good and look good and like make it you know make the most of where you are and then for me I started changing the stories like two of my kids were born in that house because I had them at home and I raised them they love the house you have a beautiful lake across the road I started falling in love with my house um it's it still didn't change the fact that like you know I wanted to go somewhere else but I quit having that be the only story I was telling when I was in the house I don't want to be here you know that's a terrible thing to be saying like you were doing with Wisconsin I don't want to be here and then then happiness isn't permitted when you don't want the thing that is right that you have then happiness like they can't coexist so I started seeing all the things my girls there's woods that the girls like created all these stories around and they have like they named the trees and they made trails in the woods and like I said there's a lake across the road and all these wonderful things and um, even like updating the house and painting it and just making it nice and within a week of doing that my husband was like I think we should move (laughs) it was insane but it was letting go that maybe we'll never move and I'm going to be happy here because happiness is inside, you know, me. So here's a question for you. Yes. During the time, that week time frame between, you know, you'd come off of this always wanting to leave because it's not the right house, right fit. You know, you'd spent years there kind of like with your baggage in the wall, as you said. Yes. I, I mean, I think that's such an interesting visual. It's what I saw after a while, like thinking about it. Yeah. 
So you have that moment where you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to go and love the place that I live then. I'm going to just change these stories that I tell about it. So in this week's time, how does it feel to live there? differently than what you were doing before so you everybody's watched Marie Kondo right she talks to the house and like talks to it and blesses it and it was like I kind of did that I was like what has this house done for us it's kept us warm and safe it's beautiful like we have a the front of the house is all windows and there's a beautiful view I remember when I was super stressed out um at work I just walk like walking from my car to my house I could actually like relax and you can see a lot of stars and all the kinds of things but um it it had always been there and in spurts I would get times when like I liked our house but it was it stayed like it it was like I didn't need to be mad at it anymore and I didn't need to tell the stories anymore it was fine like and realizing it had you know sheltered us taking care of us realizing all the memories like we have a wall in our house with everybody's heights you know, and my girls even measured our cat and they measured their stuffed animals and like, and friends that we don't see anymore. You know, they're all on this wall and just appreciating all that stuff. So that week, it was, it was, it became a non-issue, right? It sounds that's, like peace. Yeah, that's the thing. When you let go of something, it becomes a non-issue. The thing that's such this big thing, like I hate where I am and I can't be happy here, like disappears and you're just happy. What a crazy and idea. What a joy that is. <laughs> yes. It is such a change. And you can do it with anything. I did it with a physical location. And I'm not saying, and then in a week, you'll get to move. <laughs> That's just how it had been playing out in our lives. It had been a long time coming for me to let go of this thing. Right. right? I, I was white knuckling it. ever leave Wisconsin. I just like it here now. <laughs> yes. Right? And that's it but it can be in a relationship and it can be in a job and 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 I really think you're not allowed right life is teaching us this lesson and we're not allowed to pass go Mm. until we understand letting go or if we do pass go we're going to create the same situation over in the next place right you might move states and you'll be in the exact same situation or move relationships or move houses if you haven't learned the lesson you're going to keep telling the stories because that's the habit of thought is to tell the stories about the place or about the thing that I can't be happy until. Yeah. You'll well, just change the until. That's exactly what it, you, it's the nail on the head. It's what we do. It's all of that. It's, you will, even if your circumstance changes, you will shift that habit of thought, habit of thought yeah. to another pattern in your life yes. that is similar. And then that will make you unhappy because what are we saying all of this letting go gives you inner peace and happiness in yourself which is the only place you ever actually get it it is it all boils down meditation is Mm -hmm. is allowing the letting go you know and for me I just I'm very visual so I get pictures you know of things and the way I tell stories about it you know realizing how am I thinking about this and then changing yeah. how I'm thinking about this. Meditation is a fabulous way to, you're, you're taking the time, the moment to like look at the way you're thinking and then change it. And obviously we help people do that with RTT all the time. But either way, I just, I think it's really cool because I think that's the main thing life is doing for us. The main journey that we're on in life. I think that is the only reason, I mean, we could go into like an esoteric discussion of what life really is, but If you haven't seen the pattern that life is going to, you are going to learn the lesson or you're going to relive the lesson over and over again, then I invite you to look around because 
until you learn the lesson, you don't get the next one. And I do think it's personally a continual lesson in growing more into your own self and connection with, I think, who you are at your core. And you can either fight against that or you can be like, oh, this is a lesson. This is for my benefit. This is not something that's to punish me. It's not something because I've done something wrong. It is literally to help me progress into more my full self. You, you're kind of missing the boat. So when you can take this idea of letting go, even as a mantra in the moment, let go. It allows your mind to, your mind works like Google. So whatever you ask it, it's going to give you an, a, a response to, how can I let go? It's going to tell you, here's 10 ways you can let this go right yes, now. Yes, I get, I, when I do that, I get pictures. Yeah, yeah, like how do I do this? It's like asking, how do I do this? And and that doesn't mean it's always going to be beautiful. Mm-mm. The letting go process can involve hard things. That's probably Change. another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast for sure. Um yeah. And so seven years, though, we can beat ourselves up and be like, it's 20 years, it's 30 years, it's seven years, but it's life. It is the thing we're here to do. So it takes what it takes and it's all good. It's mainly just that you learn it at some point. Yeah. I mean, when I, those seven years, you, let me tell you the things that happened to me in those seven years. I married my husband, I had two beautiful children. Mm-hmm. They're not a waste. But the energetic, like looking back on how I felt about my life, that is so, mm, it's like. I just wish you could change it and enjoy it longer. Like if you could start, like I wish I had started now enjoying all the things I enjoy now. Because it's not that in retrospect, I I mean, I really am proud of the girl that went through those seven years, to be honest, because she got me to where I am today. And I in no way regret any of that. But looking back on it, I'm like, oh, I just wish for her yeah. more moments of peace in the moment. Because I could have, I know there was even more beauty for me to see. But now I take, I do not take any of it lightly. I can just be driving down the freeway and be just, hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just have these feelings, these overwhelming feelings of beauty. I couldn't even imagine it before. But right. I think it's because I'm so present. I to, used to think people were nuts. Oh, totally crazy. Like when they would do like this whatever stuff. You're talking like this about. conversation right now, I'd be like, nah. We're, we're not nuts. <laughs> we're normal. We're just on the other side of a yeah. letting go process yeah. that we invite you to take as well. Yeah, for sure. So that's what we had to tell you today. Use it as a mantra. Ask your mind what you can let go of today. Any moment that isn't giving you peace, just let go. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. (music) 